Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badger Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm your host, Matt Perkins, joined as always. My Badger legend, the Hebrew hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Maddie, how are we feeling today? Uh, I mean, great that I'm a Badger fan. Terrible that I'm a Jets fan. Well, luckily for me, I'm a Badger fan and a Bills fan. So I believe I know. Let, your let me, sorrow, I know. yes, your 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 sorrow was my joy on Sunday. <laughs> oh boy. As most of you guys know, we're presented by betonline.ag, and it's better than ever. A new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head on over to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Well, that's my ugly for the day is the Jets having nothing to do with the Badgers because they look great. We will uh, get into that. Uh, well, pretty much right now, you guys know the drill. It's Monday morning fullback, 15 minutes on the clock, starting now to talk the good, the bad, and the ugly for the weekend. Not about the Jets. No. But about the oh, Badgers. Uh, 35-7 to 7 win. Uh, let's start with some goods. Maddie. Uh, where do you want to begin? I know. I mean, it's a win. I mean, do you... Do we have an hour on this show now? Do, are, are we on the clock? Because I got, I'll go as fast as possible. But the, the, I mean, a win's a win. That's awesome. Uh, a win against Northwestern. Although I think when we play at home, like we usually dominate them. We play away, sketchy. But a win's a win. We're one step closer to, I mean, the Big Ten West. We're one step closer to the Big Ten Championship. Um, I thought the offense played amazing. I'll go with, I'll leave it there for a second. I thought the defense played amazing. They had another shutout. The points, amazingly, other teams are not scoring on our defense. They score on our offense, which we have to clean up. I know it was the twos, but we still got to clean that up. That's, it was the yeah. sixth uh, touchdown that teams have scored either on our offense or special teams this year. I, it, I, But they've had one special team touchdown. Five against our offense? Five against our offense, yeah. Okay, so that's that cuts like a knife. and And that's not championship football. So I feel like... You know, it was a twos. Granted, it was a twos, but okay, that's my bad. But what's key? Let's stay with the let's stay with the good. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's stay with the good. Braylon Allen looked like a stud. He looked like Jonathan Taylor. Um, you guys were bouncing off. He looked like Jonathan Taylor. Let's just keep it. No, at to that. me, so no, he looks like John Clay. To me, he just he looks, looks like, like John, John Clay, Clay mm-hmm. because. I mean, Taylor Taylor had more top end speed, but Clay could just bruise dudes and. That's the thing about Allen, man. Like on that 30, whatever yard, the 37 yard touchdown that he had, he, I think he broke three or four tackles on that touchdown. And guys are just bouncing off of him. Like it is beautiful. It's unbelievable to me. It's real. It's beautiful. His running style is John Clay. You're right. I just, you know, 
in my mindset, it's it's JT because people are bouncing off him too. And he looks kind of like him, like muscle wise and body, body wise. But I mean, he is, he's the whole package. Listen, as many times, I hate saying it because it's, it's like saying Barry Alvarez's grandson. He, the kid is 17 years. I mean, he's a kid. The dude he's can't even vote in an election, yep. but he's a child. Um, he's a man child nonetheless, but you know what? He did a special. I still think what's great is he's still improving. There's still ways for him to improve. I think he's setting up his blocks way better. Obviously his pad level when he's runs is phenomenal. Cause I don't care what you say about Northwestern. Those dudes are college football players and they're not bad. We scored like, seven points to get them last year. Right. It, it, they're, they're, they're in the big 10. It's like, you can't listen. The big Ten's a fist fight. No matter what game you're in. I love Braylon Allen. I, I, I'm so impressed. I'm so happy he's on our team. You know, with Chez getting hurt, with everything that happened with Berger, what, where would we be without this guy? And then I also love that it looks like, to me, the coaching has improved dramatically, if that's a good for me. The offense looks like it's opened up and we're doing what I thought we can do. You know, it's weird. Maybe we just couldn't do it yet. We're a young, inexperienced team. We just couldn't do it, right? Chess came in. He's brand new. Graham's on his second year. It's a very bizarre year. The O-line's got some new guys. The first play summed it up to me. We ran a, a play-action pass and threw it to Braylon Allen. And Northwestern was like, just from that point on, just looked so confused. But they couldn't figure it out. Our offense was kick. You know, our, uh, listen, we had guys. Our O-line picked up a corner blitz late. And I was like, boom, we are where we should have been against Penn State. Like, this is the team, and this is the style of offensive football. This is our algorithm. Like, this is what we do. So that's where I okay, wanted to start you... with the good. Okay. I thought the offensive line was awesome. Awesome. No sacks, no sacks allowed. Like you said, picking up blitzes, Graham had all the time in the world in the pocket, and that's why he looked so good. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Graham, for not shouting you out, but you played well. You played, played really well. Really well. That that you know that pick at the end of the half. He took a shot. He took a shot. It was an overthrow. It is what it is. It didn't really hurt us, right? It's you know it, it's the end of the second quarter. We were already up twenty-one nothing. Like you know, right? It's not. And he the will end eventually of the learn that getting three points, it's definitely worth it. Mm -hmm. But you know, like that. That to me, that's that's a, a young, inexperienced mistake. Mm -hmm. But he, the rest of the game, he, he first of nine guys caught a pass. Yep, nine. nine. That is very different from what we've seen. It's not just Ferguson. We had some great route running. We had some great route trees. Guys were open. He was hitting people in the right spot. I'll let you go. I'm just so excited. It wasn't just that. It's that they weren't these little five yard dump offs. It's they were. He was driving the ball down the field a little bit more, right? And and they looked. They were good passes. And they were on time. They were on time. They were in, look, there he threw one to um on our sideline, a little out route to uh to Ferguson. The guy was right on him and he mm -hmm. put it right where his hands were, and he could only catch it. So I you know, I, I I'm trending high on all the the offense to me was you know, I love to see Danny Davis get involved and Kendrick Pryor early. Yes. I love it. Get um DK involved. You got Brady Shipper on a wheel route? Where the heck was that? You're telling me we were doing that in the first game? There's no way. Yeah, and he was, I mean, he looked great on that wheel route. He was he looked good overall. Yeah. He, Listen, he, for he, like what, the fourth string guy, fifth string guy at the beginning of the year, he played his tush off. He really he did. Keep, listen, he he reminds me of Groshek. Just keep doing that. 
keep doing play your game. Yep. You don't need to go and he's be a little a stud. smaller than Groshek. Groshek was like deceivingly big. True. But, yeah, but he's he's a little smaller than Groshek, but still, like he but was right. Yeah. If he's gonna pass block and he's gonna get the first down and he's gonna catch passes, listen, man. And he was the fifth string guy coming into the season. I mean, I, I'm so excited that he has taken advantage of of his playing time. And, and he makes the plays like that's huge for us. That play was huge. It was mm-hmm. like a 30 yard catch yet. Yep. Baller. Yeah, it was big. It was yeah, big. it was actually the longest pass play of the day. I think it was 20. How many yards? Uh, how many yards? Was it 24? 24. Ooh. So um, on the defensive side, again, like, you know, oh, well, what do you know? Leo Chanel and Jack Sanborn combined for 24 tackles. Like and six tackles for a loss, like zero surprise at this point, zero surprise, right? right? Zero surprise. Those guys are absolute studs. They could be the players of the week every single week. But I want to shout out Dean Ingram. Uh, Dean Ingram, our our nickel corner, um, he does some return stuff as well. But he had he had a big interception. I thought in coverage he was awesome. He was targeted hold on let me pull up the uh uh let, let me pull it up here dean ingram was uh targeted in coverage twice allowed zero catches and had an interception so well he had a huge he had some big tackles yep he had some big tackles he you know all of his tackles were what um pro football focus determines as a defensive stop which they say tackles that constitute a failure for the offense. So if it's third down, they don't get to the first down. If it's, I think if it's first down, they get less than like three or three yards or something like that. If it's second down, they get, they don't get to, you know, I, I want to say like third and three or less or something like that. So mm-hmm. I thought Ingram played great all game. Uh, he, you know, he, he was tight coverage. He was out there a fair bit because Northwestern being behind, they were throwing the ball a lot and, we had a bunch of guys picking the ball off, right? Mm-hmm. We had not just uh, n- not just Ingram. I thought that Caesar Williams made a great interception in the game. Torchio again, the chain snatcher. He was uh, he had a nice interception. Jordan Turner, second string linebacker, second game in a row he had an interception, and I love seeing that. I love seeing these guys. You know, he's a redshirt freshman. I love seeing them, you know, sort of step up to the plate and do what they need to do. I totally agree. And Caesar Williams pick was huge because mm. they were driving on us. That they was at their first their that was their first possession. Yep. And For some reason my TV like started at 10 minutes. I was very disappointed because I like, you know, listening and I like the whole wind up. I like to watch Bucky run on the field. I mean, I really do. Um, but uh that was huge because they were driving. You know, that's you know that the thing is that makes it a game and our defense bends, they don't breaks. I love those, you know, those gimmicky terms. Mm-hmm. And Dude, a huge pick. Now, I would say, dude, take a knee. Like, you're not going to score a touchdown from there. No, take a knee. Oh, yeah, no. And it puts us on the four yard line. But well, hey. it didn't put it. He took his helmet off after, at, out of it looked like excitement or he was jabbing at somebody. You know, listen, I, the excitement of the game got me doing some crazy things at times. I, getting a penalty, once again, I think we have too many penalties. What do we have? Seven? Uh, in this game. We had seven, seven for penalty, but only for 39 yards. Like that's, that's because that much. one was supposed to be 15, but it gave us, it was four, it was something, four or, yeah. or three yards, you know? So I, I was, I don't want to take it away from him. The dude had a great play and he stopped them 
staunch. And then, dude, that killed Northwestern. I mean, mm-hmm. it really did it. It, yep. it. it put, you know, and then the next play is Braylon Allen for 50 yards mm-hmm. or whatever it was. So, you know, there's there, you can't come back from that. And, and uh, that's what our defense does. But you're right. The linebacking crew, the D line continues to, they never get their name said basically on TV. But that's a good thing. They do all the things that they need to do. I love the unselfishness. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't have guys doing things that they shouldn't be doing. They are eating blockers up. That's why Sanborn and Chanel have all this success because of these guys in the middle. It's only three of them. Once again, it's three dudes against five linemen, and the five linemen can't do anything. Because, I mean, almost every snap, Benton and Henningsen demand double teams. Demand. It's unbelievable. I, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I love to see that the DBs are playing so much better. Um, you know, Scott Nelson's all over the field. You know, I think as the year has gotten better, it's crazy. As the year has gotten better, I haven't seen one person take a step backwards. Everyone has gotten better. It's crazy. I mean, there, there's still things to work on. Listen, the bad, dude, the offense still jumps off sides way too much. Way they too did it much. way too much. It's like they're doofed out and then they like, they like look at they like look around at each other. You're like, guys, what the, you're like, what the heck are you guys doing? It's on one or on two. Like Nelson, why is this so Tipman, Brown, Beach, and Selsner all had a false That's start. The starting line. Yeah. I mean, besides Brown, Brown when he was in with the twos did it. And so oh, sorry. Yeah, and then okay. J- and Jake Ferguson had one too. I mean, yeah. guys, so that's out of seven penalties, we had what? Five? Six. six. Six offsides and then one unsportsmanlike conduct on a helmet. Game t- I mean, so <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. It's just so asinine. Like it is. It's so as you know. I if I was if Coach Alvarez is like probably whatever Harry is left on his head would be on fire because you're that you're shooting yourself in the foot on the offense. Now we did. It's not as big of a game as we needed, but. Listen, what happens we're on the goal line going in to score the winning touchdown and we jump off sides and it's against Minnesota and we lose the ax and we don't go to the Big Ten Championship. I don't want to even think of that. No. So like, I, I, it's an easy way to say, hey, guys, you did everything really well. We're still jumping off sides. It's still something we need to work on. Mm-hmm. Six out of seven penalties. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> it's so funny to me. It's so dumb. It's ridiculous. Oh it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, ridiculous. Uh, bad. The, the two fumbles, back to back possessions by the twos, which made it so that they had to bring, so they had to bring Graham Mertz back out. Right. It's amazing because he fumbles the snap too so much. Well, he hasn't. He hasn't. In he weeks. hasn't. Thank and gosh, been some, knock on wood, right here. But there was a there was a snap that was not good, and he caught it. I was very happy. Yeah. Um, listen, Graham Mertz. He's playing to, with so much more confidence. He's he playing is with looking, so much more confidence. He is looking really good. I don't want to downplay it. Like, he looks awesome. He's doing exactly what a Wisconsin quarterback needs to do. He had 200 yards. He managed the game pretty well. And he did what he had to do. To, we had, what, he threw two touchdowns? Three? Threw two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. took care of the ball. You know, he completed, you know, I think like 77% of his passes. It's great. There's um, one time, do, one time he forced it when I thought he could have just hit the 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 um the the back, the running back, just kind of doing I like exactly what you're talking about. He forced just, it to Ferguson. Yes, going towards mm-hmm. when it, the the back was going towards Northwestern sideline. I was like, dude, just dump it to that guy and get seven to 10, 15 yards. You never know what these guys can do. 
So, uh, so just do it. But you know what? I, I mean, nine guys caught the pass. Like this isn't a scout team. This is Northwestern. And yes, they are not having a great year, but they're not, they're, they, they will never be a, a bad team. Last year, they won a bowl game. You know, like, so yes, they're young and I get it, but we put a whooping on them. And I'm just saying we're trending up. And it seems like the teams we're playing, the next two teams are trending down. And I think we should just destroy both of them. I hope so. I really hope so. So, um, again, not a lot of not a lot of ugly here in this game. Like you really can't find it besides the you know the the fumble recovery for a touchdown. Besides, that, I mean that's like, ugly. I, it's only ugly because it happened. You know, our, it's only our, ugly because it, it, it. You know, we lose the shutout. And, we lose the shutout, and that's frustrating. But it's frustrating. You know what? The twos. We we said this in high school. As much as the twos got in because we were dominating teams. Those dudes were ready to play the mm-hmm. year after and the, and forever. If somebody got hurt and they came in, they were ready because they have all these uh, all these reps against an actual team. So I think that's huge. Man, I, you know, it's hard to say. Like, you know, we didn't start very fast in the first quarter, but outside of that, we really took care of business. Okay, so uh, we're gonna end the show here with a new tradition. We're gonna break. Or we're gonna give our top five players from the game really quick. We're gonna go. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna go five we're we're gonna go five to one. We agreed on this before the show, so I'm gonna say the guy and you tell me why they made it into the top five. Number five, Jack Sanborn. I mean, he should be in the top. Him and Chanel should just be in the top five, like at pretty much every week. Why? Because he dominates. Like these guys just kill people. Like I'm. Did you see Chanel's arms every week? You know, he's got scares- death row on one side. He got uh, well, oh, who he. I think it is on, on the on the other side, and it's, <laughs> and it's not even like it's like someone wrote on his arms just like an, in sharpie before the game. It's no, they you don't get it. His arms are so big they painted it on with a huge paintbrush, but it just looks so little. His arms are so big; he's a giant. Those guys, those guys. I mean, they play the football that you just love to see. Like it's it is typical Wisconsin linebacking, and and it's even better. I mean, tell me that they aren't better than almost everybody. That's been here. They're the best inside linebacker duo in the country, bar none. I don't care what anybody else. Bar none. I mean, bar Bar none. none. I would agree. Number four, Joe Titman. Well, besides having an offensive, you know, a job, did the guy has has really done everything from the beginning when he was, you know, going in and out with um, Caden Lyles to now being that guy? Like these dudes were talking about it. You know, Nelson and these dudes were talking about it. Now they're doing it. You know, he's making his blocks. He's doing all the right things. I, mean, I think that one of the things that really impresses me, you can see him taking control of the rest of the offensive line. And he is really doing what a center needs to do right. and becoming more of a vocal leader pre-snap. And which is, I think, one of the biggest reasons why we're seeing this offensive line really start to gel. And I would, I would completely agree. Listen, when you, when I came to the, to the, when we, when I was in, in, in the early two thousands, when you come to the line, you're not listening to the quarterback right away. The first person you listen to, to get your cues is the center. Donovan Rayola told every single person in the front, what they were going to do. You know, like that to me is crazy. The quarterback, now it's something new that where the quarterback points out the middle linebacker and all these things that never happened before. It was always Donovan and the center saying, Hey, it was a slide, right? Slide, whatever he was saying. And it knew immediately you get that depending on what he said, 
who you're going to block. So I think that helps. You're right. It helps the line because they don't have to think that much. You, you know who to block because he just told you which way you're going to, you're, which, who you're going to block or which way you're going to slide. And then it tells the backs, hey, you have the outside linebacker to the safety if they come. Or you have whoever you have, the middle linebacker, or you have the corner. So, you know, the center is the, is the start of the whole play. Yeah. Number three, Dean Ingram. I mean, we just talked about it. I mean, the yeah. dude basically took over the DB, you know. Like, yeah, he was great. I, I just thought, and it's so important to be, to have a really good nickelback against Northwestern, a team that spreads it out more. And he was locked down all day. Number two, Graham Mertz. Man, I, I've, I've been high on Graham my whole entire life, I think. I think you know that. So, I said he had to improve Do you know who he looked like but... to me? He he is starting to look like Jim Sorgi to me. He's I was actually really, going to say that. Yeah, he's really starting to look that. like Jim Sorgi. And some people might be disappointed by that. that. I don't think that's a disappointing thing. Jim Sorgi was a really good quarterback. Let's well, not say physically he did not look like. Jim Sorgi was a skinny rail. He was. But, but, but they're both wise. tall in the pocket. And yeah. they both, I, I think that especially as Sorgi progressed, he's, you know, Graham is starting to progress like Sorgi progressed. And he's so, becoming more confident in the offense right. every week. Yes. And, and Sorgi had some big marbles and he would take some shots downfield mm-hmm. and, and throw into some, some iffy spaces. So I would agree, but it's impossible to not have Graham Mertz now on here with, listen, I, I would never expect him to have 300, 400 yards. It's he shouldn't, the run game should be working. He should have 200 yards. He should, I mean, he threw it to nine different people. That's special at Wisconsin. Yeah. He had, actually, he hit eight and Wolf hit one. So, so um, I'm sorry. So there was nine people had a catch. We had eight different people. I mean, yeah. that's still special. Yep. Uh, number one, the man child himself, Brian Allen. I mean, what, can you, what do you need to say? Take five minutes and just, just honestly YouTube him for what he did. It looked like, um, it, I don't even know what it looked like. It was just so special. He looked like a, a tank with like, people throwing dodgeballs at it. Like he just, he just ran through everyone. And, you know, I think the only time he gets stopped is when he's tired, you know, and I don't, I don't know if I, I would say the only thing he needs to prepare for is just to be a four quarter, the the man for four quarters. Cause if he's, he even got hurt. It looked like, you know, it looked like he, I feel did like that he always looks over. like he's a little dinged up and then yeah. they just pull him like the, one of the things that I appreciate about him that at the end of every play, he's not getting himself up. He's always waiting for the offensive lineman to pull him up off the ground so he doesn't have yeah. to waste his energy. Listen, the best thing that ever happened to me was the uh, the referee. I can't remember his name. It was a long time ago. Lifted me up. He's like, man, good run. I was like, dude, thank you so much. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to. Like, you're down on the ground. You just got hit. You're like, the last thing you want to do is like try to roll over on your pads or sit up. I'm actually watching my baby do it. It's kind of funny, like, sit up and try to sit up. It's like such a hassle. That's exactly what it was like in football pads. That's awesome. But uh, he is, you know, teams are going to try to stop him. And that's when we need Graham to do what he's doing. Cause you can't right now we are running, passing, catching. So like you have to really stop a lot, you know, forever we've had a guy that you have to stop, right? It's been the halfback every year. Can you do it? A lot of teams can't do it because we have guys who can throw the ball and they can catch. We don't need to do anything crazy. You don't need to throw a 90 yard bomb, but these 15, 20 yard catches, 
spread the defense out. And then once that happens, dude, look for a dump down. You're going to get 20 yards out of, out of a back. Um, but I, you know, I think we're making less mistakes. We're trending. We are playing hard. I feel like we're practicing so much better. You know, the coaching to me looks so much better. Like this is, this is so much, this is all coaching, but they didn't give up. They just kept pushing. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens this weekend. I'm excited to see what happens next. I mean, this is exciting stuff. This team probably six weeks ago, never thought they'd be even close to this position. Well, you know what? They've been awesome last six weeks and uh, Braylon tied our guy AD's freshman record for consecutive hundred yard games. So yeah, I know AD have, was pumped. We, we might have to get AD back on if he breaks it. So I think he would be very happy uh, that it was broken. I was trying to think when was, I mean, I guess the last really good in-state running back we had would, would, would be Melvin Gordon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because since then it's been, Corey Clement, Jonathan Taylor, and now, and, and now Braylon. So, is Isaac Rendell coming back anytime soon? He's out for the season. Oh, he's out for the season. And then same with Chez. Oh, Chez, that hurts. Isaac both out for the season. Uh, you know, then we had the, the true freshman and Berger both dismissed, and the other true freshman uh, transferred because he was basically suspended for the season. So, who was the fourth? Who was the seventh or eighth guy that we had? Who? He had a fumble, but he looked okay Julius to Davis. me. Julius Davis. He looked okay to me. Julius Davis, yeah. Uh, Julius Davis, I mean, he uh, he actually, he, he ran pretty well last week, too. Um, yeah, Jackson like Acker as well. Him. Jackson Acker, the true freshman. I think he's going to grow into a fullback, personally. But That's what know, they were saying. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a big kid. He was a state champion. He might have even be the state record holder in the discus uh, when he was in high school. Damn. Yeah, he, he was throwing over 200 feet, which is a huge throw in the discus. Oh, my God. I think my best was... It was either 171 or 191. I mean, that's huge. 171? I that's can't remember. massive. Maybe it was 150 something. I, you know, who can remember? This is over 20 years ago. This is 20 years ago. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I was it's, a state champion in the discus in high school, but like I wasn't throwing 200. So what'd you throw? In 160s. Yeah, but that's really good. It was good. Yeah. But you can, any dude can muscle it over 100. Yeah. Like you just, the thing doesn't fly right. But, once you start spinning and doing all that stuff, you know, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. So man, we really, I mean, I can't believe how many backs are hurt, dude. Chanel, you're in brother. You better be ready. I mean, they're going to have to see if you have any eligibility left, buddy. I, but... Listen, I, I laid down on the ground playing with my daughter and I got up hurting. So I didn't even get hit. I just laid on a mat. No chance. I could play a, 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 any type of, any sport where I could possibly get touched by another human, I would. I can't play anymore. Yeah, my contact my contact sport days are over. So my, <laughs> my, my, my back reminds me of that every single morning. Every day. Every day. Every day. All right, bud. Well, we'll be back later this week with another, uh, another guest, which I'm looking forward to. And until next time, on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.